0: Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, Giants, Rangers, and Rutgers Charlotte Knights, and I'm your host, Don. Thanks for listening. Today, I'm going to be discussing the Rangers being on the brink of elimination yet again, losing to the Hurricanes 3-1 Thursday at Carolina in Game 5. So let's go ahead and get started. The New York Rangers lost 3-1 to the Carolina Hurricanes Thursday night at Carolina in Game 5 of the series. The Rangers are now one game away, again, from their season being over, as they were completely and utterly shut down in Carolina. Ugh. They managed a measly 18 shots on goal for the entire friggin' game, and the only goal they did score was from their power play, so it was again another just awful, awful effort in Carolina, uh, it was like bad flashbacks, honestly, from earlier in the series, right? The same problems persisted for the Rangers, lack of any kind of consistent play at all in the offensive zone, the lack of any kind of shots, the utter inability to complete a freaking pass or, God forbid, two in a row without, you know, it getting intercepted, deflected, or, or something else bad happening. Um, it was also a game, however, believe it or not, that actually could have turned and gone a completely different way had it not been for a few refs' calls, one minute apart, which completely flipped the game on its head. This was during the second period. There was some good early action, actually, in the game, as both Igor and Andi Ranta made some excellent saves to start the game. The Rangers were awarded an early power play. Maybe about nine minutes left in the first period, and the power play ended up being an utter disaster. This would set the tone really for the whole game. It was just uh, they got zero shots on goal, never really threatened at all. They consistently turned the puck over. Ended up giving up a two on one, and Carolina scored shorthanded to make a one nothing Carolina. I don't know what to say. The stark difference between the Rangers' power play at home and on the road is just freaking nuts. Like it's hard to explain. I mean. I shouldn't say on the road, in Carolina here, because on the road in Pittsburgh, it was fine. This When they come to Carolina, I don't know what's happening. Carolina then took another penalty with three minutes left in the first period. Now, at this point in the game, the Rangers had a grand total of four shots on goal. This time, though, on the power play, the Rangers wasted no time and actually won a friggin' face-off. Let me say that again. The Rangers won a face-off. Mika won it back to the point. He got a return pass, blasted the slap shot, passed Ronta. And the game was tied at one. And that would be the extent of the Rangers offense, by the way, for the entire evening. Winning face offs obviously is so vital to winning games. And this was just another example of how critical face offs are. And if you're listening to this podcast and hearing too much about face offs for the last month and a half, I'm, I'm sorry, but it's just insane how underreported and you know, really critically important faceoffs are, and just really how bad the Rangers are. So all in all, I felt like the Rangers were very lucky to come out of that period 1-1, which they did at the end of the first period. The second period started, again, the ice completely tilted by Carolina toward the Rangers end. Um, (laughs) And then the thing happened. Yet another, another Ranger goal was wiped off the board, Strom scored, replayed Challenger that the Rangers were probably offsides. Honestly, no definitive 100% angle was ever shown to me, but it seemed likely that they were offsides. If anyone's counting, by the way, there have been now in the playoffs six goals reviewed in this Rangers postseason, right? Six times, either the Rangers scored or the opponent scored, and then it went to review, right? six times already. They've only played a series and a half here. They've had six goals reviewed. Every single one of the six review calls went against the Rangers. All six. Every one. Every time. It's maddening. I mean, that is a six-goal swing in the playoffs. Six for six for the other team. O for six for the Rangers. It is nuts. And this particular one was deflating. Gutting, if you would say. It's just unbelievable how unlucky the Rangers have gotten with goal reviews this year. It, it's just not possible to be worse or more unlucky in the postseason. Uh, the ice continued to be tilted toward the Rangers, and Igor had to make a lot of quick saves there with about, I don't know, maybe this is 12 minutes left or so in the second period. The Rangers at that point had had like six or seven total shots on goal. So you played half the game. You had seven shots. I mean... It's something about playing in Carolina. The Rangers just forget how to play, you know, hockey. About 10 minutes left in the second period, Frank Petrano took what was an extremely iffy, iffy, iffy penalty. And Carolina went on the power play. I mean, it looked like friggin' nothing. It was cold hooking. The replay showed literally almost nothing happened. I mean, you got to be kidding me. This is stuff they don't call even in the regular season. Never mind the playoffs where the refs always put the whistle away. So they called this... Dog shit penalty so naturally carolina scores immediately on their power play and carolina goes up 2-1 i gotta tell you this ridiculous turnaround of events right from the replay overturning the rangers goal to this horse shit penalty and then the rangers went from being up 2-1 to being down 2-1 in about one minute of playing time it was gutting and absolutely infuriating for Ranger fans. We now have perhaps the second series in a row where it feels like the Rangers have to beat not only their opponents, but the refs too. I mean, this just sucked friggin' balls. I mean, there were several other (sighs) problems, but I got to tell you, just to have two of those calls in such short succession, let's take off the goal and let's call this dog shit penalty and the other team scores where you're going from being up 2-1 to down 2-1 in a minute. It was just, gutting absolutely gutting the rangers managed to hang on the rest of the period as the hurricanes were just friggin' flying around i mean we were at that point the, the whole game turned and the ice completely tilted it's what seemed like a 45 degree angle all the way to the rangers end they couldn't get anything going it was lucky the rangers were only down 2-1 at the end of the second period ugh Draw Gallant, then move Heedle up to the first line to play with Mika and Kreider and drop Vitrano down. It didn't really help. Uh, three minutes into the third period, the Rangers had a laughable 10 shots on goal. 10, right? You're three minutes into the third period and you've managed 10 fucking shots on goal. I mean, it's just not acceptable. It's not acceptable to play that game that way in this kind of critical, critical turning game. The Rangers look. Slow, they looked tentative, they did a lot of gliding and reaching with their sticks again. And I won't mention again that the Rangers continued to lose face-off after key faceoff after key face-off. As that should just probably be part of the background. Maybe I'll put this as part of my opening. You know, hey, welcome to Jersey Guys Boys. The Rangers lose face-off. Because it's just something that happens all the time and always in critical spots. And it's just, it's just burying the Rangers time after time. Uh, at some point, there's too many things, right, for this team to overcome. When you can't win face-offs and every single goal review goes against you and you're playing against the refs and the other team and you can't win face-offs, it makes it incredibly difficult as a team. That's where the Rangers stand right now. The refs then called another penalty on the Rangers on a high stick by Miller. I don't know. We killed that one off, but it didn't matter. Um, Chris Kreider was completely and utterly invisible for this team, as he has been on every single friggin' game in Carolina. I, I don't understand. Kreider's supposed to be one of our best players, 52 goal scorers. He was a disaster in this game, as he was in the first two games. He's just invisible on the friggin' ice. And Artemi Panarin, don't even get me started. He was beyond dreadful again. I mean, he has actually become, I think, a detriment to this team, Panarin has. They'll never move him down or anything like that, like they would a younger kid that's playing bad, but I think Panarin, honestly, at this point, if I think about it, is actively hurting the Rangers at this point. You know, I said I talked about Chris Crowder a moment ago, right, and how he's done dog shit on the road in this series, and I mean dog shit. They showed some stat he had, I don't know. One entire shot on goal in three games. Zero points, zero goals, zero assists, one fucking shot on goal. Nothing. Dog shit for Kreider, right? Not doing anything offensively. But in general, Kreider's not being noticed, right? And it's it's awful, but that's where Kreider is comparatively, because I'm going to tell you something in a second. So it sucks, but it's not as bad as Panarin absolutely killing the Rangers because he is being noticed because he continues to fucking turn the puck over time after time after time. He's waiting too long to make decisions. He's not going north-south. He makes bad play after bad play in the playoffs. I can't take it. Panarin is like my favorite Ranger, and I love him in the regular season, but he's actively hurting the Rangers. So while Kreider has played like dog shit, he's been more on the invisible side, where, where Panarin has been dog shit as well, but he's actively hurting the Rangers because the turnovers are just, they're, they're killers. You know, you're coming up the ice, you make a maybe a good defensive play, you're breaking out, he gets the puck, you know, on, on the left boards like he always does, goes in, and of course he pulls up. And it's something he's done the whole, se- you know, season. And he tries to make that diagonal cross pass, and it's not open in the playoffs, particularly against Carolina, particularly against the road. But he continues to do the same thing over and over and over. It gets picked off, and they're going the other way with an on-ran rush. You have to just keep going forward. Either dump the puck or, God forbid, take a shot on goal, you know, Panarin. But stop with the, you know, taking-too-long, fancy cross-ice passes that just continue to not work and hurt the team. Anyway, that's the rest of the third period. The play was entirely in the Rangers' and as the third period wore on. The Rangers simply could not generate any offense whatsoever against this team. And the Rangers continued to look slower and slower and slower. It was insane. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for Igor, they would have been friggin' losing 5 or 6 to 1 at this point. That's how dog shit the Rangers were playing. I mean, Caroline had made it 3-1, then with about 7 minutes left in the game, you know, on a breakaway. And basically, that was all she wrote. You know, before that, it was still 2-1, and as dog shit as the Rangers were playing, Igor was keeping them in the game, and they had a chance. But when it was 3-1, with the way the the Rangers were playing, that was it. That was all she wrote. The rest of the game was mostly irrelevant. The Rangers are now headed back to Madison Square Garden for yet another elimination game on Saturday night. You know, this game ended 3-1, and the Rangers in the series are now down three games to two. With the season on the line, Saturday night at home in Madison Square Garden, the Rangers had a pathetic shot total for the game—something like 18 shots or some horseshit. You know, they only had 15 when when they made it 3-1. So when it when it was still a game, you know, with maybe six, seven minutes left, and and Carolina ended up scoring that goal to make it 3-1. At that point, with before just a minute before when it was 2-1, the Rangers had all of 15. 15 shots on goal. You cannot play that kind of hockey game in the playoffs. I don't understand it. You can't do it. It's just not acceptable to have that few shots in an absolutely critical playoff game. There was a lack of grit, a lack of determination on the Rangers, in my opinion. I'm sorry. They didn't look lazy or anything like that, but they looked slow, and they certainly didn't do anything to make it difficult for Carolina. It was just stunning. There inability for a Ranger team to produce any kind of offensive thrust for what was almost the entirety of a must-win playoff game. I mean, it's hard to imagine, really, doing less offensively than the Rangers did in this game. Chris Kreider, in particular, again, has been the poster board for the pathetic Rangers team on the road. I mean, he had, again, as I mentioned, a total of zero points and one entire shot on goal in three fucking road games in Carolina. I mean, three, you know, games, zero points, one entire shot on goal. Are you freaking kidding me, Kreider? Seriously. I mean, you're going to hear a lot about how great Carolina played in this game, and I want to give them credit. Uh, they have an outstanding checking team. They played great defense. And for the Rangers, this was an utter dumpster fire of a performance. I mean, in a critical game, and in w- a game that was probably going to cost them their season here, they came out and laid the giant, f- biggest friggin' giant egg you'll ever see in your life. They couldn't do anything at all. Let's face it: if it wasn't for Igor, this game would easily been five, six, seven to one. I will say this, though, the entire game and most likely the entire series and maybe maybe the season for the Rangers turned around again on that one single minute of play in the second period of the game. The Rangers scored, appeared to have a 2-1 lead. It was taken off the board by the refs, who then called an almost nothing-looking hooking penalty a minute later, and Carolina scored on that and went up 2-1. So in the span, again, of about one minute in this series – the season pretty much turned on its head and all because of two referees calls. The officials, I'm sorry, the officials the Rangers I should say, have have to once again dig deep, right? Once again they have to be the resilient team that they've been all season to find a way to win at Madison Square Garden. Even so though, they're pathetic display in every game in Carolina it's just been hard to watch as a Ranger fan it's kind of disgusting I do give credit to Carolina for their outstanding defensive play because they do you watch them at one point in the game I was not watching the Rangers and I was watching Carolina and I was impressed with how dogged they were uh, both in their forechecking and their defensive play but there is no excuse for some of the play that the Rangers continue to try to force there's no excuse for what seemed like a lack of any effort to follow through on any hits there was no checking at all Right or no dumping of the puck and chasing with any kind of effectiveness. 18 shots on goal. 18 fucking shots on goal. Is what is there to say in a game that you absolutely have to win and you get 18 freaking shots on goal? What can you say to that? There really isn't any words. In any case, this Carolina team seems probably maybe like a mountain too high for the Rangers to climb. We're gonna see. Um. See what happens in this game or two, but things are looking bleak as the Rangers head into Game 6 Saturday evening at Madison Square Garden. So let's go Rangers and let's see what we can do. I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guys Sports and please subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends all about it. I will be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks and have a good day.